Although when Craven was a child he may have wished fervently for his mother to enter his nightmare world with him, the four teen protagonists in A Nightmare on Elm Street have no such desires. And no wonder. What we see of the adults in the picture is hardly reassuring. Even top-billed John Saxon, playing the father of lead character Nancy, Heather Langenkamp, is a bullheaded, strident cop who's divorced from Nancy's over-imbibing mother, Ronnie Blakely, and the other parents in the picture are either sadly clueless or more concerned with their own pleasurable pursuits to be of much use to their dream-haunted offspring. In Elm Street, once again, Craven employs the idea of familial relationships, this time illustrating the old saw about how you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. On one side of the mirror are the parents and the kids who are biologically related contrasted with the family-like bonds of the four high schoolers when they're away from home. The older generation not only provides little help for its offspring, but is, as it turns out, also responsible for the dream world killer, Fred Krueger, an adult who was dealt out vigilante justice by the parents years ago after escaping legal punishment for multiple child murders on a technicality, which may be the most far-fetched plot element in the whole film. As Craven has said, it's all very Old Testament. Because of the sins of the parents, the children must be punished. And they're punished by a malevolent creature created in fire, whose headquarters was, and is, a subterranean boiler room. In A Nightmare on Elm Street, there are plenty of biblical allusions to go around, if one cares to look. The picture, in fact, can be viewed as a continuation of Craven's exploration of the Christian underworld that began with Invitation to Hell, even though Craven may not have taken invitation too seriously. On Elm Street, however, he was the scripter as well as the director, which allowed him to inject a lot more of his own ideas and philosophies into the story. All sorts of residue from Craven's fundamentalist days shows up in Elm Street. Sometimes conventional Christian faith seems to be a place to retreat to when earthly forces, especially parents, don't help, as in Tina's grasping of the cross on her bedroom wall after awakening from a Freddy dream, as well as the sing-song grab-your-crucifix line in the recurrent jump-rope rhyme, or Nancy's repetition of the now-I-lay-me-down-to-sleep childhood prayer, one that asks for God's involvement with her soul, whether she lives or dies. That classic kid's quatrain carries a special resonance for the character, because she will soon descend into a hellish place of fire, steam, and tortured voices, where she may indeed die before she wakes. A quarter of a century later, Craven would appropriate another line from that prayer for the title of his theatrical feature, My Soul to Take. On the other hand, after Nancy has taken on Freddy Krueger with the help of some elaborate traps, another of Craven's favorite touches, she finds a crucifix and chooses not to take it with her. And then when she walks out into the light, she says, almost prayer-like, God, it's bright. Perhaps those choices of action and dialogue after the climactic action reflected the philosophy of consciousness that Craven had evolved out of his fundamentalist past. That scene would have been the perfect place from an artistic and metaphorical standpoint to bring down the curtain on A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yet it was not the filmmaker's first choice of a conclusion, spiritually satisfying though it may have been. Craven says that his original script ended when Nancy turns her back on Freddy, effectively stripping him of his power, wrote Joseph Madry in his 
Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue. To back up that assertion, he quoted a craven comment from Clive Barker's A to Z of Horror by Barker and Stephen Jones. He leaps for her, and he goes screaming off into nothingness, Craven told those authors. The kids drive off into the fog, and you never know if the whole thing is a dream or not.